Warning, Me Time and Murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, here Dancing it goes. around him, reciting <laughs> poetry. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. No. Why? <laughs> oh, well, big surprise. Oh, God. <laughs> Dead on the bathroom floor. <gasps> Did it? It's okay. Oh. <laughs> Okay, Tress, what are you drinking? Today, I'm actually drinking... I think you were there. I was with you when I got this. <laughs> I bought so many of them, so I'm having it a lot. It's the Coke Zero, Zero Sugar and Zero Caffeine. <laughs> so I can have it any time of the day, which is lovely. And it won't keep me awake. Um, and it's a really hot, sunny day, so... I don't know, there's something about Coke on a sunny day, right? I love that. Yeah, and so... It's all advertising, though. It's embedded in my brain. That, like, um, Coke is basically, like, like one of those orders at Costa or Starbucks. You know, you're, like, half-calf, like, low-fat vanilla. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it is, isn't it? <laughs> it is, but yours, Coke is like... Can a... I have Coke but make it zero? Zero, sure. And not Diet Coke. It has to be zero. Because it tastes different and also make it zero caffeine. Decaf. Yeah. <laughs> that is my, that all oh, my coffee orders are ridiculous. I feel like such an ass. Oh, sometimes. really? What is your coffee order? I am. I'm the decaf. And then sometimes they'll be like, oh, we have three quarters calf. And I'm like, oh my God. So it'll be like three quarters calf, has to be semi skimmed milk. Because uh-huh. um, sometimes they'll give you full fat, you know. I think that's just like the go-to. That's like the standard they do. Yeah, so decaf, semi-skim milk with either sugar-free hazelnut or sh- they never have that. I don't know why. It must be popular. Sugar f- Or if they don't have that, they usually have sugar-free vanilla um, and a cappuccino. Cappuccino. Which a cappuccino is probably the most normal thing in that, but it's all the things that I add to it to make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And now I like iced cappuccinos. So iced cappuccino, <laughs> iced decaf cappuccino, semi-skimmed milk with sugar-free hazelnut. That is the dream. But like usually not everyone can do that exact order. Do you want to tell your story of the iced cappuccino? <laughs> <laughs> the iced cappuccino. Basically, I was told that when I ordered, so I can't, so, so Emma Skillen is not, a big place that's where we're from and I tried to order an iced cappuccino basically I was told that like that's a contradiction and there's no such thing as an iced cappuccino <laughs> and I was kind of like hmm you know I was in Dublin like literally days before I had been in Dublin city centre and I had like it was on the menu there and I was like thinking to myself like hmm they were like what you had like what they gave you you were duped and you think you had an iced cappuccino you were had oh my god they'd said that you... i swear to god i swear they to god they basically called you an like, idiot oh yeah 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 that that i don't know what i'm putting in my own body i don't know what i'm drinking i know nothing about coffee i hate coffee snobbery anyway mm-hmm. but this was like a whole nother level and um yeah so then um then the next, I don't know, how many, was it a week later or two weeks later, iced cappuccinos hit Enniskillen. 
it's in the coffee it's in the cafe nero mm -hmm. which is like down the street from this cafe yeah so i'm just like they're gonna walk by and they're gonna see in nero's because it's like the big posters now are all ice cappuccino and i'm like do you know what karma <laughs> so yeah they're gonna be walk by and just like oh gosh that's crazy and that wee girl <laughs> just asked for that and they've just invented it <laughs> they've just invented gosh yeah. i wonder if she knows i know i guess Emma skill is just a little bit behind it just hadn't got to emma skillen I don't think something. so. I'm sure Costa has iced cappuccinos. But they were just so adamant, like, that's impossible. Like, impossible. How is it impossible? And it was so funny to them. And I was like, I drank it, like, days ago. And they were like, no, you didn't. What they were earth? telling me. They were, they were, what's that word? Gaslighting. Like, they were gaslighting. Gaslighting you. Uh-huh. So, so, no, I don't enjoy gaslit coffee. So. <laughs> Not going there, not going to name who it was or where it was, because I don't do that, but... We walked past the place and Jaren and I were like, <laughs> nope, never going in there. Boycott, boycott. Boycott. <laughs> they were rude to Trez. But this is the problem, because it's like, I want to support different businesses, but then, you know, if you go into Cafe Nero, yeah. they're not going to make you feel like an idiot. No. They'll just <laughs> be like, we, have... don't we don't have that, and that's the, that's the end of it. That's all the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I know the, the person that I was with, when she listens to this, she's going to be like, if I have to hear about this story <laughs> one more time, because she was with me and she's so, her order is always so easy. It's just like Coke. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whereas I'm like, ice cappuccino. And then it just became this whole thing. And we were standing at the till for ages. Oh God. While like, they, like, yeah, like, like you said, three words. We don't have that. No, that's four words. But yeah it just went on for ages them like making me feel like a, a moron anyway oh my gosh. <laughs> that's that story there we go speaking of coffee that's what i'm drinking are you oh wait are you <laughs> drinking an iced cappuccino no oh, i wish like no i, I don't know how to make that at home you do i would no i wouldn't know how to make that at home uh i think you just Mm. I think you need one like of those proffer things, which is why it's nice to get a cappuccino when you're out, because yes, it's basically yes, impossible to make it home. Well, you see, we have the milk foamer. Oh, I have that too. Does that mean it's a cappuccino? When I, I don't know. I think I'm still putting too much milk in, though. I don't. I don't know. And also, recently we got. Do you remember you were telling me about Nespresso have these new iced pods that go well with ice? Yes, we, we got, got those. those and yeah. I don't know, couldn't really taste a difference. You can make any of the Nespresso's iced. That's what I was wondering. I was like, what makes this ice? Absolutely no difference. We never, we got it one year and then the next year we didn't get it again. We're it, like, it was like a gimmick. It was yeah. a gimmick. We, we got one that was like almost like a mojito in a coffee. It was like Ooh. either lemon or lime and mint Ooh. with coffee. And we were like, oh, we have to try that. And it was, it was cool. Ooh. It was really different. So that one, like, you know, that would be hard to make yourself. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this is a show about coffee now. Coffee, because now, well, I'm recording in the morning, so I'm probably yes, going to be so drinking coffee. This is going to be the new... Yeah. Yeah, so Miriam is recording in Ireland. The first ever, ever recording yeah. for you in a, yeah, Ireland. And um, you're recording in Dublin. In Dublin, yeah. We've both moved. So we're, we're all synced up now. It's much And easier. hopefully... This episode will be out in, on Tuesday and we won't have missed mm -hmm. 
a Tuesday. I am so surprised mm. that I have moved across the country, across the mm-hmm. world, and you've moved across the country, and we're not missing, and we're not missing an upload. I'm like, hurrah, hurrah at us. Yeah. Yeah. Impressive. <laughs> okay, what about your me time? Or your tea, me, what? what, what My you, me time yeah. is a little Philip Kingsley hair mask. What about you? What are you doing for your me time, Maria? Well, I don't have anything on at the moment. I'm just letting my skin breathe. I just washed my face with uh, the Neutrogena one you gave me in the orange. Oh, did you like it? Um, Yeah, I didn't expect it to have the little exfoliator balls in it. Yes. Today's episode is not a Patreon, but we did get a whole load of new Patreons, which is great. I've seen that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, we'll get back to the Patreon request soon. But I think we should also do a quick shout out to our Patreons. Okay. You want to start? So we'll say thank you to Renee. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Emer. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Vicky. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you to Jem. Thanks, Toya. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Jason and Terry. I feel like they're famous now. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. This is a, this is, we're, we're getting more recent now. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to Sydney and Andrew. Thank you, Karen. She's new. Thank you, thank you, Liana. Am I saying that right? Liana's new. Liana is new, yeah. Such a nice name. Yeah. And thank you, Sarah. Sarah's also new. And I want to say congratulations to Sarah, who got married in June. Oh, of this year? Yeah, of this year. So, yeah, so like about a month ago. I'm getting married this year. There's This is the year of the weddings. Yeah, after COVID, it's everybody's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm going to three like, weddings this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what when I went to like the suppliers and stuff, they were like, "Oh, everybody and their dog." And I was like, "No." <laughs> it just makes it hard. I'm sure obviously Sarah went through all of that. I'm sure she did. Um, but I mean, you're going to do it. You're not just going to not do it cuz, you know. Yeah. You're not going to wait till the, the following year. The f- next year will be like that as well cuz you'll it will. probably yeah, I'm hope- you'll probably be getting married next year, if not the next. Yeah, I'm hoping to have a proper wedding like next year. Yeah, yeah. I so, feel like it's going to be like this for a while. There's I think so be too. Lots of weddings for a while. Yeah, I love weddings. Yeah, I think that like I do have an idea of what I want to do, but if I can't do it, I'm just going to do whatever is available to get it done quickly. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I know people kind of, some people are like, no, I want this venue and I will wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to wait. I'm just, I will be happy Yeah, well, we def- we weren't like that. Like, no. I had a ye- year, less than a year mm. of planning. Yeah. But I don't know, but sometimes like, like I was kind of freaked out by that because like most people I know have had like two years to plan, some some three years to plan. Yeah, that's And then normal. like Dan was saying to me, it's actually kind of nice just to get it done. It is. And you're not kind of dragging it out and because if you don't have to do it you won't do it you just won't book things for months and months and then years go by and you're yeah. kind of you're you're stretching out a bit so yeah. well you've been quite good you're pretty like cutthroat with it you're very that's, much that's because I've had to be yeah and I think if I was given two three years you'd be fine. I would him and her yeah. and I would go back and forth and like you're contemplating stuff that in years to come you're not going to think about it like oh I I you know I debated this cake and that cake for so long and the flowers and stuff and that's kind of a waste of time right yeah. of your life debating over these insignificant things yeah even i know some people this this is their jobs and whatever wedding planners 
Yeah. Which I would never do, by the way. <laughs> you know, when you're young and you're like, oh, I'd love to be with... No. <laughs> no. But, but anyway. All right. So thank you, yeah, to all our Patreons. Yes. And congratulations, Sarah. Um, yeah. Okay. And we also have a nice thing. So we got a few more reviews. So I can start reading them out again. We're, stick, we're, we're sticking to nice things. Yeah, yeah. you... We're just going to... That was your great idea. Yeah, but I... I yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Nice. <laughs> Nice things. Nice things. Okay, we got... Nice things, Corner. Okay, so love it. Five stars. Great podcast. Have been listening for a while and it just keeps getting better. And then in brackets, thought I had already written a review ages ago. Oops. Just off to Google, are shamrocks edible? What is going on? Is this all the one review? That's one review. I think, because we did, I think we talked about in one episode... We were talking about if you could eat shamrocks. Oh, that does sound like something that, that do- we would say. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? I still eat. don't have an answer. I don't. We didn't. Does um does this lady have an answer? What was what was the name? Maybe of? she could tell us in the in another review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need a follow up. Uh, purple I shamrocks are edible. Purple. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to say this. Yeah. We live in Ireland. Yeah. And I don't really see shamrocks. No. Right? I don't know where you would find them. They're like on hills and stuff yeah, like but that. Are they? Like, I see clover, and I think a lot of times people think clover is shamrock. But yeah. the only time I saw shamrocks was on St. Patrick's Day when people would go to church and put the shamrock, like, on their jacket, like a little yes. corsage almost, yeah. whatever you call it, button button tie or whatever. Yes. And that was like the only time I would see them. And then like the, the church would be so hot that they would like wilt and like go That's all right. like... That's right. And they'd be flopping remember? on St. Patrick's yeah. Day. Yeah. they just look crap. And then you get soil all over your nice shirt and you're like, great. Mass is messy. <laughs> Ash Wednesday. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Gross. Even baptisms and christenings. And all the incense. Yeah. That sticks to your clothes. And then what is the one where they put oil on your forehead? Is that your Oh, I hated that. Confirmation? Oh, I hated that. Something about simply is the throat, the oil, the candles on the throat. Oh, you remember all that? Do you remember that? Madness. Okay, so this is a, this is not a Patreon request. This request comes from Mummy's Boss. Okay, first of all, I thought that was a username. No. And then I was like, no, you literally mean... Colin. From her boss. Yeah. Okay. Well, not saying names, but I know who it is. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying a surname. Okay. I don't think he's on social yeah, yeah, media yeah. anyway. Oh, so it was him? It wasn't the wife? No. No, it was Colin. It was him? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All um, right. Okay. But yeah, so he sent me this little Didn't story. Know he was into true crime. Like, <laughs> you know, you just say... Sometimes arty people aren't. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mummy always wants us to cover like ghosts. She does. Mummy's in, but she loves that? all that. Um, stuff the ghost heritagey yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, like there was a lord on a manor, and yes. he did something to the servant, and there's a ghost haunting, and you're like, okay, okay, Vera, okay. So this little story is about a murdering Glen, an area in West Cork. Oh, murdering Glen. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Never heard of it. No, me neither. No. And you were the living there? I was, well, I wasn't living there, but I practically was. Be- so basically, Colin sent me a blog 
Um, but, mm-hmm. and I was like, I can't really use this. This is somebody's like mm. diary. But it led me to right. some very intriguing letters. So one I'm okay. going to read today was written by a schoolboy, Michael Kane from Dremore National School. Like the actor, Michael Kane. Michael Kane. <laughs> oh, your one was way better. Was it? Great. I've spent yeah. a lot of time with English people in Hong Kong. <laughs> so there was an archive made of Duchas, Duchas, Duchas.ie. And oh, only you could make an Irish word sound German. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. D U with a father. C H A S. Oh yeah, no clue. No clue. So they collected all these folklore stories, like about I don't know, it was like a hundred years ago. All these folklore okay. stories were all written down and gathered and archived, and they've been now uploaded onto this website and obviously the website will be in the references. So this is what the story read. On the eastern side of Dramore Hill there lived in the olden times a well-known robber and his mother by the name of O'Kelly. Their dwelling place consisted of a cave with a number of huge boulders over it and also near its mouth. This place is known by the name of Murder in Glen. It's giving me the vibes about, you know, the Scottish story uh-huh. of the cannibals. I don't know that story. What? Yeah. Ah, you do. And then they, they made it into a movie, something like The Hills of Eyes or something like that. I do not know it's that. Based on, it's based on the Scottish lore of this family that kind of lived under a bridge or in a cave or, and they would like passers-by they would like drag them in and eat them. Nope. I do not know that story. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm serious. It's in so many podcasts. Okay. All right. Anyway, continue. This boy had a kind of baton called a blunderbuss, which I looked up and it's just an old fashioned gun. Okay. And with that weapon, he used to stun and sometimes kill the people he used to rob. In front of this cave runs a public road, which at the time was the main road running between Cork and Bantry. And any person who used to pass by that place whom the boy may think would have money or any other valuables Mm -hmm. would be robbed by him if it was possible for him to do so. Mm -hmm. The people whom O'Kelly used to kill, he used to throw into the pond close by the cave. This pond became known locally as the Pit of the Butchers. (laughs) (laughs) That is so gross. Yeah, like the police would just be like, yeah, 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 there's just like a hit like a swamp of, bo- of full of dead bodies yeah yeah well several of the victims were butchers so it became known as the pit of the butchers oh yeah i think i think or it's not that they're butchering them and throwing them in the loo oh maybe maybe that's what i took from it it could mm. go both ways this remember this is a child writing this story that i'm reading right okay but he got it from somewhere yeah so from like his dad mm. or uncle or yeah. This bad work was going on for a long time until one day English soldiers found out the place where O'Kelly and his mother was hiding. The soldiers attacked him and a great fight followed which lasted a whole day. At last the robber was... I know, there's no way. At last the robber was captured and taken as a prisoner to Cork City. There he was tried, convicted and sentenced to death on the scaffold. 
When he was taken to the place of execution, just as he was about to be hanged, he looked around at the crowd assembled there to see if he knew anyone. He did not, but addressed those present anyway. O'Kelly told the crowd that a large crock of gold lay hidden on the southern side of Dromore Hill between the two white thorn trees and that anybody who may be fortunate enough to find it would never be in want again. Though searches around the murdering glen have been made for this gold from time to time, it seems that nobody ever traced it. It didn't exist. <laughs> it's because he was just like, peace out, I'm done. Let's get these losers to look for this gold endlessly and waste their time. Because if you're being murdered, you're not going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to be so nice and tell people where my gold is. No, you're not going to do that. No. I think... So it was a farce. I think it was, he was hoping to be like, no, don't hang him. We need more information. You need to bring us and show us where it is. that's what I think. Mm, Never thought of that. Yeah. Mm. Um. And that's the end of the murdering Glen. That is such a load of made up <laughs> <laughs> BS. I so obviously I know a lot of Cork people, so uh, West Cork people. So I'm going to ask them. Oh, about this murdering Glen, and specifically because you're talking Bantry area. So that that I was when I stayed in West Cork, like I was a half hour away from Bantry. Mm-hmm. So, because West Cork is big, right? Yes, so it is. There are a lot of places, but like that's that that's quite close. Mm-hmm. So the 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 re, the um the possibility of the the people knowing about the murder in Glen is higher higher chance. Yeah, so, true. But then it's a really old story, so they might not know. But my question is, why does someone who lives in Fermanagh know about this? <laughs> I don't you know? know. I don't know. I don't know how Colin knew about it. I yeah. never, I never heard of it. Mummy hadn't heard about it. Is Colin the little boy? <gasps> oh, he is O'Kelly. He writes a story. Maybe he found he's writing short stories. Maybe he finds trying <laughs> to get us to promote them. <laughs> Something's just not adding up here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Murdering Glen. The murdering. Yeah, it definitely. So look up the Scottish one. One second. Just give me one second. If I look up. Um, Maybe cannibals. Well, we can just we can cover that on an episode. Okay, good episode. Sawney Bean. Oh, a bell. A little bit now that you say it. Yes, because it was it's been in multiple podcasts. I think last podcast, last podcast on the left. I also think my favorite murder. Oh, um, it's been yeah, it's definitely Sawney Bean. Um, but it that story was was made up, yeah. this is what they say, that it was made up by the English to kind of demonise the Scottish and oh. say that they're wild, they're cannibals, you know. Oh. It, it was um, propaganda. Oh. Yeah. That's so awful propaganda. That, so that's what this story sounds like to me as well. Ah. And maybe it's a cautionary tale, you know, don't walk down on the road alone, these people will get you. And, yeah. You know, the kind of... The tales that get passed on. You tell, you say someone, to kids so they'll obey yeah. you. Yeah. Do you know, and like some of them, like when you think about, like Hansel and Gretel is a gruesome story. Yeah. And you know, they say oh, it's a fairy tale, whatever. But I mean, I think a lot of these things start off as cautionary tales for children. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. But then maybe someone at some point did get murdered at Murder Glen, and then it just becomes this... Murder, Murder Glen? Yeah. Murdering Glen? Yeah, well, maybe somebody from Glen. West Cork will fill us in. Maybe. That'd be maybe. great. I'll, um, I'll do the rounds. Okay. Sounds good. So there we go. Rate, review and subscribe. Yes, please. More nice reviews. The reviews have been very sweet of late. Very nice. We'd love more of that. Mm. We love the attention. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. All right. Slanwalia. Me Time and Murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible. References can be found on our Instagram page.